and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is known in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian and KC, back after a wee bit of hiatus. You know, when you're a first-time dad, you don't really get a whole lot of time to put uh, time towards this sort of discussion format, but I am back to discuss all things on the men's side, on the women's side, the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, yeah, I couldn't have picked a better time than to welcome this gent back to join me. It's none other than the man with a plan on the west coast of the United States, it is Roman, not in Badfilbo, but in San Francisco. Hey, bud. Exactly. Hey, Brian. Brian, thank you so much. Uh, it's awesome to be back here, in not only in the United States, but also it is great to be back on the podcast. It's been way too long, and let's, let's be real. There's been so much that's been going on this season. It's kind of, well, we are the diva, and... Uh, we are, and, and for some <laughs> short moment, I think we we uh, we thought maybe we got rid of it, but no, the diva came back in full force, stronger than we could ever imagine. Uh, what a kick in the teeth, if not in ah. a certain other sensitive uh, subject area. Yeah. So, <laughs> Frankfurt took on at the weekend, Bruzio, Munchen Gladbach, uh, the people, when they scheduled this match, you know, you would have thought, so they know the times, like when they've released the time for this, this was what, January, February time, they could have read the Bundesliga schedule and thought, you know, Gladbach has kind of had a rough go this season. They're kind of up and down, inconsistent outside of, you know, their two matches that they play against Bayern. Maybe this shouldn't be Totspiel. Well, we got Totspiel. <laughs> as it turned yeah. out. And yeah, Eintracht took on Gladbach at the Vogtstadion. And ugh, again, Jonas Hoffman. Now, I'll, I'll point out that this Gladbach team, like Plea, Toram, Hoffman, Vigel, Valvedi, uh, uh, Kone, Benson Baini, like, I'm pretty much listing off the entire starting uh, lineup for Gladbach, and all those guys are practically confirmed as not coming back. Uh, Weigel, they're trying to negotiate his buy for his loan, so that doesn't guarantee that he'll be back. This is a team that we're facing that had, that's got in, uh, no stability coming in whatsoever. They got instability, like, not, they're basically like sit, like sitting on quicksand, this club. And yeah. despite all the stuff that they got going on, the Eintracht has got its own diva shenanigans going on. We got Kamada already announced that he's not coming back. He's in the starting 11. Yeah, real genius one at that. We got a patchwork defense with Yakik, Hasebe, and Tuta. Cousin Tika's yeah. basically all but confirmed he's not coming back. Roman, this is the first 45 minutes made me want to puke. My guts out. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Well, not maybe. Okay, yeah, the first. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about second half later. I mean, so my luck was that I was 15 minutes late, so I didn't see the goal. But it's because, um, you know, transportation is horrible here in, in California, in San Francisco right now. And uh, we were watching with some friends in the bar, and actually some tourists came over. So here's a little shout out. So whenever you make it to San Francisco on a tourism trip, you know, reach out to us and uh, you can join us watching. Uh, anyways, yeah, so I was 15 minutes late, but I hate this. When you go into a bar because you're running to, you know, come as early as possible, and then you arrive and you just look at the screen and you see the 1-0 for Gladbach, and I was like, shit. Uh, but apparently my, my friends, they told me, yeah, the game is not that bad, so it's kind of like a one-shot luck situation. So I was like, okay, at least. Um, and it was okay. I mean, like, it, compared to the second half of class, of course, the first half was really horrible. Um, and of course, not a lot was happening. But seriously, the first half, it, it, it is what the past games were, you know, like we lost our grid. We, our grid is gone. Like we don't have the, the grip as well to the, to the ball. Uh, we, we lost the luck. Um, everything that worked before 
doesn't work anymore, you know, all these nice passes, like uh, the double pass in the penalty area uh, that we used to see, a Kolomwani, who, uh, whenever he's got the ball, he just walks right through. Um, you know, obviously, opponents have, have learned how to, how to work with it. And we realize how important it actually is that, uh, that uh, our defense is, is very weak due to all the, all the, disease, all the, all the, all the outs. And also, you know, Jesper Lindström, he's missing like crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's what it is to come down to. I mean, like, I'm not... Um, and, of course, because as you meant, what you said with Gladbach, you know, that Gladbach has uh, lots of people leaving, you know, it could be the similar thing for us. I mean, like, Kamada is going to leave. Maybe So is going to leave. Um, maybe Kolomouani is going to leave. Maybe Lindström is going to leave. Uh, Rode is not going to be next season. He's going to stop. Um, who else? Yeah, and Dika is gonna leave. So it was. That's why it probably was a top top game, top spiel, because like it's two teams that's basically gonna uh, change half of the team. Basically, we are not gonna see around twelve players next year in the, the uh, of, uh, on, on on the pitch anymore for the same team. You know, I think twelve around twelve people are gonna are gonna switch teams uh, in in the summer, and and that was the result of it. And You know, mm -hmm. Brian, like even in the early days, we've been talking about it. What does it mean if you quit your job, you are just not in for it anymore the same way you were before? Exactly. You know, no, one, do that, no one who puts in their, their notice, their walking papers, is going to be full out dedicated for the remaining absolutely. time in there unless you have something of worth on the line. If we're playing in the Champions League, so the quarterfinals – Uh, going on right now, the second leg. Uh, we saw the team that beat us in the Champions League, Napoli, yeah. got knocked out by Milan. If we're in the Champions League still, oh, different story. Those guys will be yeah. absolutely cracking their skulls to uh, put out the very best that we possibly could do. But that's because if they who have announced the their contracts with their new teams, they would look like a bunch of chumps headed in and set a bad yeah, exactly. tempo until preseason starts. And I think that's also why we won the game in the DFB Pokal against Union and not in the league, right? Because mm -hmm. exactly because of that mentality. Because in the uh, where you can win something in the all or nothing games, you know, everyone does their best because obviously they want a title or they want to go as far as possible in whatever they are. But on the regular daily bread stuff, they're not putting in as effort as, as they as they could be. And I'm not even blaming anyone, right? So I I'm I'm with Oliver Glasner when he says like. They're so professional. They're not going to let go and they're going to keep on working and they do. But it's just that, you know, it's just that tiny step mental thing. Once you quit, you're not in anymore for the long run. And that's why we have a situation where we take Kamada and Bore out and put Paxton and, uh, and Ibimbe in. Suddenly, this changes the whole game, the whole dynamic. Why? Because... Uh, Aronson and Ibimbe, they're staying, you know. So they have they have a different different. Um, um, I wouldn't say attitude because it's not uh, it's subconscious, right? So I don't I don't think Kamada does that on purpose. I truly believe Kamada, Bure, and 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 So and all the guys like they go on the pitch and they want to win. They're professional. And they want to do this. They're professionals, but there's a difference between professionalism. And, and the, the intrinsic motivation, and that's what's missing. And, I mean, to be honest, look at Mönchengladbach. I mean, they have the same, same problem. Mm -hmm. and, and you can, I mean, the second half of Mönchengladbach was, that was alien. You know, that was not, I mean, if you look at the, the players, the quality of what they have on the pitch and the quality of their team can match us. Yep. But that literally... No chance. I mean, like, okay, the counter, the one or two counter, which happens at the end because we had to open up, but they had nothing, nothing on the, like, I've never seen such a bad Borussia Mönchengladbach because they could have easily beaten us with a few more uh, tactical finesses, you know, where they, mm -hmm. with a few more ideas, simple ideas, how to, how to, how to crack our horrible defense. And they didn't, they weren't even able to do this. Right, I mean, like, if you play against Frankfurt right now, if I were a coach, and good, lo good lord, good <laughs> that I'm not, but if I were a coach and I had to play Frankfurt, like, what is the biggest weakness? The weakness are our standards, uh, and you know, like, 
I would, I would try to get fouled or, or stopped or somewhere just around the penalty area, but uh, far away enough to be too dangerous. And boom, you know, like just try to get that, 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 uh, that, that shot, you know, that, that, um, uh, you know, that, that foul, whatever. And, but nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were worse than we were. And, um, and, uh, yeah, and, and we just have, as we said, you know, the, the big, the big German saying, has to shy some fools, has to shy some fools, you know, you know that if you got shit on your shoe, you've got shit on your shoes. And, <laughs> and that just doesn't go away that easily. <laughs> that is definitely true. And, uh, I think a good example of, Hey, professionals who should be going, you know, full bent for leather, you know, every yeah. minute of the day and night. Whilst they're still contracted to their team, there are moments that the players will drop. The most infamous was the 84 Depe Pokal finale. Bruce Dortmund versus Bayern Munich going to penalties. A man had already been announced to join Bayern. I think you know who I'm talking about, Roman. No, and he missed. Ooh, sorry. and he missed his PK. Lothar Mateos. Ah, yeah, okay. Right yes. before he plays Bayern, and Bayern has to win the Pokal to play in Europe the following season, which Lothar Mateos has already agreed to be part yeah. of Bayern. Yeah, exactly. and he That's takes the first one, penalty, yeah. and he missed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, played, yeah, we had so played awesome. in our stadium back in the day when uh, the when the final wasn't actually in Berlin. Go figure. Yeah, and actually there was a very famous uh, DFB Pokal game with uh, Dragoslav Stepanovic as coach. That's what I still remember because of a similar situation where we were playing, I don't know whether quarter or semifinals against Leverkusen. I think it was even semifinals against Leverkusen. And uh, he, he said he's going to go to Leverkusen the next game. And of course we lost against Leverkusen. And uh, mm -hmm. so Leverkusen made it to the final. And uh, obviously... And here again, I don't even I don't want to say people do that on purpose, but actually I must ask that next time. I see Steppi sometimes when I go walking and running because he lives nearby. Um, hmm. I must ask him if he did that on purpose or not, or <laughs> not on purpose. But I'll let you guys know. But anyways, you know, there's just this mental thing. Once you quit, you quit. Yep. And 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 yes, I you still go to work and you still do what you're told to, and you still try to do everything, but. You only do nine nine to five. You know, you stop doing the extra. You stop doing uh, caring extra. You stop all these things. So the only only thing what I'm a little bit confused about because I don't know where they're where those guys are supposed to go. So that's the only miracle that I have. And if I were Daichi Kamada or Indika, I don't understand why they play so bad in the past, not bad, but you know, why they're so out of Passive. performance the last weeks and months if they do not yet have a new contract to sign. Because literally, if wasn't Kamada in the beginning in talks with Barcelona and like maybe even some English team, and like, why would they sign him now? I mean, like the past half year was not that you think he's going to make it in Barcelona. You know, or anywhere. I mean, I don't even think Dortmund would want Kamada right now. You know, I mean, what what is this? So this is some stuff that I still don't understand, and we will have a we will have an interesting rest of the season. I think that's a good time to move on to the bright spot of the match, Roman. Randall Koto Moani. You can sing the song if you want. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Since we started singing the song, uh, he hasn't the whole the whole shit hit the fan. I'm not saying it's his fault because he's still playing very well. But yeah. uh, since since we're doing it, it's uh, it's it's kind of like. Uh, but yeah, uh, but but you you guys know it, right? So I don't need to I don't I don't need to sing the colo 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 Mirani. <laughs> yeah, here we go. You made me sing it. Uh, well, yeah, you had you had to sing it. It's good to see you sing it. Uh, I'm really excited about his future that he has with the Eintracht because 
it is a future that is beyond just the end of this 34-match season of the Bundesliga, the run that we had in the Champions League, and this run that we're having in the DFA Pokal final. Uh, <laughs> we're to the half yeah. final. Uh, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. I do believe that we can go further in this competition, but that is what that is. So, um, seeing Bore, he puts in a lot of work, but I'm not seeing the results. What is it yeah. that is missing? Like, do we literally need Lindstrom to be playing with him? Does he need play better with Goltze, who was on, who you know, what had did not feature in this match because he was unavailable? Um, which is mm-hmm. kind of rough that we're holding on to someone who is as old as him. Uh, to kind of be a backbone of our team, where are you, where you uh, kind of sitting on this fence? Yeah, I think like this, it's it's also a mental problem or a mental issue. Uh, I mean, when we see the first game he got on um, after uh, you know he was basically uh, got got out of the the, um, the starting lineup, he I mean the, the, he played really bad, and you could really see um, I, was that the Wolfsburg game? I don't even know and. Uh, an earlier game, and and you could really see that he didn't he didn't like playing uh, or or becoming uh, just a joker, so to say, and uh, and I think and then when also when he started to talk about you know maybe I'm going to leave the club if the, if I don't get more play time and and he started complaining and then his uh, I understood his why advice everyone understands why but the problem is he he didn't show the right reaction. And he didn't do that from the start. Like the very first game, he was so passive, like he didn't do a lot. And and that's kind of like this kind of not, and this kind of shows an attitude where you're not like, shit, now I'm going to show you that it was wrong to not put me on the pitch earlier. Like he never really showed that, that, um, uh, that mentality, at least uh, for me to see. I'm not saying that he doesn't think he says that. But uh, you you don't you don't you don't see it as much as you do with others, you know. Like it's more like, okay, I get another chance to play. Let's see how it goes. He seems like a totally different Boré, and maybe he's the type that needs the hundred percent backing, that needs the hundred um, uh, percent uh, trust, and uh, you know all these kind of little factors that factor in. I don't think he's an on-off guy. You know, he can who can motivate himself to excel i think he needs that from others and if he uh and if you get some 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 negative sides uh, or if you get some negative feelings from the coach from the team and he's not happy anymore as much as he was and he maybe he feels um not disrespected but he you know like for his performance and his importance that he used to be and now suddenly there's this young french uh, guy coming out and he basically takes your spot, and uh, you're not happy with it, and uh, you know, and that's kind of what I what what would be my theory. So it's a it's a mental thing. Obviously, he's not a, a worse player than he used before, but you know, if uh, if everyone thinks you're the hero, you have a different mental backing than uh, if if you are like the joker, and people say like, now show me what you can do. Now show me that you can still do something. It's also different pressure, you know. Like yeah. if you have to. Uh, you know, if everyone says like, yes, you're our man, you can do what no one can, and awesome, Boré, Europa Cup, yeah, boom. And then suddenly it's like, okay, now here I give you 10 minutes, uh, show something. That that doesn't work. And uh, for him, for a player like him. And, uh, and and for Jovic was a similar thing, you know, when Jovic came back to Frankfurt at the uh, end of the season, was that two years ago? Mm-hmm. The same thing, you know. He was he had to kind of like compete in a different area. He a few unlucky moments, and there goes your your um, your your motivation or your or your mental just to click. There's something switch in your brain, and I think that's his problem. Um, but yeah, what, what hey, can we say? I think what? I think he's out. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm, to be honest with what we saw with uh, with Paxton and with mm-hmm. Ibimba. I, I don't think he should get another chance. He had so many chances, and he didn't uh, he didn't make use of any of them. Yeah, well, 
I look at it from the standpoint that, hey, we're in a position to still do quite well with the time that we have remaining. And yeah. we need to we need to go for it. We've got a absolutely freaking big match of the weekend. We'll talk about that in a wee bit. But yeah. uh, right now, Roman, it's ugh, it's this is the this is the instability times, the frustration times. This is like the stuff that you know that the club is better than what it's doing out there yeah. on the pitch in terms of the results that they're getting, and you just kind of wonder what's next. Yeah. And yet, if you look at it right now, like we still can very much make the Champions League, only because the likes of Union Berlin and Leipzig are within relatively decent touching distance, and each of those guys still have a lot of hard matches left to play. We're getting to a point in our schedule where it, like the quality of the opposition on match in match out basis, sort of tails off after this upcoming weekend's match. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? There's as you've long told me, it's like, Brian, there's no easy matches in the Bundesliga. Exactly. But, I mean, there's hope, right? I mean, like, yeah. the second half was pretty good. I mean, like, yes, we uh, we didn't they score. They came out, it looked like someone threw, like, it looked like someone probably opened up on everyone else's, like, questioning, yeah. you know, their dedication, their loyalty to the club, and, you know... Hey, we came out, we played, and here we are. Yeah, got exactly. we got and we again did not lose another match at home. Which hey, you know what we've in terms of not losing matches, we've done exceptionally well this season. Is not the fortress I would want it to be, but it is what it is. But Roman, one thing that we can always talk about is. There's never an end to the transfer drama. And apparently, in this week, oi, 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 there were so many rumors swirling around. Uh, we've already got two players coming in for next season. But, you know, these are the players who have offers on the table, who some of them have yeah. offers on the table, some do not. Uh, Hausam Awar. I think is how you pronounce his name, a uh, French Algerian with Olympic Lyon. Uh, looks like he's kind of ignoring our offer and wants to go to Roma, like a certain Eintracht player. Uh, you know, I really hate it when we miss yeah. out on good possible players. There's a Swiss international, Ziki Amduini, probably mispronouncing that, who... As an attacker playing in the Swiss Super League, you know, I don't, I don't really rate that many guys who come out of the Swiss Super League all too much. But then, you know, so it ended up proving me wrong. I was like, okay, you're on a title winning team. All right, I'm expecting you to, you know, develop into a key player. So has developed into a key player, you know, like, and it's not like as though that was an instant results sort of a player that we, that we got with him. So that's something else to consider. And apparently he's, uh, he's on the cheap. So, uh, I mean, Croatia likes, Croatia likes those guys. And then the Ferris at, we're we're basically interested in a whole bunch of guys who are playing in France. I mean, it's kind of like, Hey, if the English Premier League is, going for all of these guys, then, hey, they must be good. So we need to have a look in on some of this. Seems to me what they're doing. Yeah, I think the French, they have a very good uh, youth academy system. Claire Fontaine is supposed to be just like to the point that so many guys, so many guys are academy trained who don't end up making it, you know, with these big clubs that they end up going down to, you know, the French third, fourth, fifth divisions who are all of much higher quality than you will find in the fifth and fourth tiers of Germany. Yeah, I mean, look, Regional Liga is Regional Liga, Rowan. You've seen what the best of the Hessian Liga is. And as you've told me multiple times before, the Hessian Liga ain't much. No, it ain't much. It ain't much. But I mean, like, there's... um 
Yeah, most of them are there already too old, right? So actually, I think most. But I mean, depends on how Frankfurt is doing. Uh, I mean, they they just started with their with their under twenty one team. So you yeah. know, we still have to. We have, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I think it's just too close to call anything or to give give up any uh, recommendations or uh, you know any any fears or whatever. You know, so that's why I'm I'm still conf- pretty confident that this is going to pan out somehow. I think there's some good ideas, uh, good guys with good ideas. Uh, but I mean, that's, but we don't even have to go that far. I mean, like literally, Ibimbe and and Paxton. I think they did a very good job. And uh, Ali Du, okay, I think he also has some potential. So we do have a few people uh, in our squad that can help us this season. Because I don't even want to look yet into next season because we still have six games to go. And as you said, um, we we there's still a lot in even qualify for Europa League. Um, I mean, in theory, also Champions League, but I don't think that's going to happen because Leipzig is not going to uh, get nine points and uh, eighteen more. To yeah, no, I just, um, I just try and I, I, point out the the obvious of what still remains. It is, it, it honestly does look like the Europa League is where we're bound. Yeah, exactly. But let's do it. You know, let's let's get let's give the young guys. I mean, of course, I don't know how 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 it works and during practice and and how the training is with Paxton and Ibimba. But I want to see those guys, you know, starting lineup, both of them. You know, I don't think there is a, there should be another Kamada Bore uh, moment uh, for the starting lineup. Maybe even Alario, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, they had so many chances and they didn't use it. And, and this is where we have options. Because I'd rather, to be, to be honest, I'd rather uh, finish on, on eighth. But get uh, the good important play time for Paxton and Ibimbe to have a better season next year, then you know dragging on those uh, those guys who are not in next year, um, and you know I, I don't need that. You know, like I'd rather I'm happy with the eighth place if we stay there and even a year without Europa. I know we're almost used to it, but come on, back to basic. As long as we keep Glasner, if we get some new young guns in. Give play times to the young ones that we have in Frankfurt, you know. Even maybe also the other. What about Venich? What about the the other guy who was in? I've never seen him before. Gebauer, um, or you know, like give give young guys. Like if if we say we want to do something here, you know, of course of course we shouldn't go give away uh, uh, wins, right? But. Mm-hmm. The, the old dudes, they're basically off. I don't know where they're where they mentally are. I don't know where Kamada is mentally. Uh, I don't know where Bore is mentally. Um, and and it would give a clear signal to the young ones, like you are our future, right? Um, right. And and I think that's also important. No, totally agree with you on that. Ha, uh, Roman. Both of us have kind of gone a little ranty. I think it's time to yeah. uh, kind of pull back on the reins to possibly our favorite part of the podcast. Well, it's one of my favorite parts of the podcast, even though I would argue that every part of the podcast is my favorite part of the podcast. It is time for a hashtag. What are we drinking? Roman, what are you drinking? Though it might be more of what were you drinking? Yeah, exactly. So I was, let's, let's go because I'm not drinking anything right now, only water. Uh, but while I was camping, I once again, because I, 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 I had basically my daily drinks while I was camping and I try not to do a uh, drink every day. So now I have a little, a few days where I cannot, where I don't drink anything. Uh, but I had, what can I, I mean, I know this sounds horrible for all the Americans and probably also for the Germans, but I love my Coors Light when I'm camping, you know? Nothing wrong with that. I'm a Coors uh, guy myself when it yeah, does come the, to the, the American domestic, like, Colin Clay domestics. I mean, am I more of a Coors banquet guy? Hundred percent. Same here. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Kind of hard to find on the two. That's true, but I mean, when you're camping, you got a can, right? And uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, just like grab, putting your hand into the cooler, getting out a cold, uh, a Coors Light or a Coors banquet, and just opening it and sitting. I, I was in Joshua Tree and basically in the desert with a cool beer. OMG, that is just the best. And for this, I like the lighter ones, right? Because it's hot all day. Uh, you know, it's you just 
I just want a really nice light beer and uh, and what can I say? A Coors Light is is there you um, go. yeah. So that's that's my what I was drinking <laughs> last week. So uh, not that anyone can see it, I am drinking a favorite uh, brown uh, beer, imported beer from Holland. You know they they can mm. make a handful of them. I got a good old. Amstel Light, it does the trick in the in the clutch, and it's now empty. So, nice. Oh wait, got another one here. So, no worries. So, to that, I say prost, and uh, yeah, we'll be back in a jiffy with segment two, where we kick off with the high flying team that is the Frauen. So, stay with. And we're back. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, segment two. Time, Roman, to talk about the Eintracht Frauen. Now, they haven't played in a very long, in over a month because of international break. And then they had two successive matches, you know, called off because of waterlogged pitches. Apparently, mm -hmm. this rescheduled one. And uh, Duisburg was also pretty crap. And I got to remember that the field that they're playing on – Belongs to MSV Duisburg men's team, who are you know probably think that they should be not participating in you know they think that they should be in the Bundesliga. And they're a historical yeah. Bundesliga team, but they're kind of wallowing in the Dritte Liga ranks. Oh shucks, where is the men's team lo located in that? Yeah, they're yeah. they're. They're down. They're, yeah, they're in a relegation scrap in the third division. That just kind of shows the the fall from grace that they have. But look, we're talking about the Frauen. So Eintracht Frauen had Lower Freigang with the lone goal for this one. Uh, well taken shot for her. And yeah, Eintracht now level on now are uh, doing doing exceptionally well when it comes to the women's ranks. Currently sitting in third in the. The Frauen Bundesliga, one makeup match still left to play is against fourth place team Hoffenheim, who are three points back. So, uh, before the match was played, Eintracht was level on points, but behind on goal difference. We have Wolfsburg still left to play. We play Cone, uh, at this weekend, who are in ninth. Um, they're still in a chance for uh, their own kind of relocation uh, survival. Uh, but the, the Frauen putting in the results, Roman, I'm, I know that there was an opportunity recently to see the Frauen there, but uh, yeah. the, the next match, like I mentioned, is at Cone, and they're playing at, that at the – what's the old – what's the FC, FC Cone's uh, men's team stadium? Müngersdorfer Stadion. Yeah. So they're playing the there's already thirty thousand tickets for the next match. Yeah, Cohen has decided that Eintracht is their big marquee matchup that they're gonna play in the men's stadium. So thirty thousand seats have been sold for that. Uh cool. that, and Eintracht will be playing, I think, Wolfsburg uh the following weekend, and that's gonna be at the Waldstadion. Roman, it's the wrong time for you to be over here. It's the right time to be over there for the Frauen because, uh, I mean, That's there's true. a chance that uh, – a slim chance that the Eintracht could get second place and get into that uh, second round of qualification for the Champions League that we missed out on because, you know, we got knocked out at the like by Ajax. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're flying high. we got a new signing coming in for next season who is who's one of the better players for Leverkusen. This is a high times for the Frauen. Yeah, it's it's very good to see, you know. Like I'm actually I'm uh, so uh, I'm I'm looking forward for my for my first game that I can watch. So um, unfortunately, while I was in Germany, uh, I wasn't able to watch a game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's still on my on my bucket list. So I really want to watch it, and I'm super glad to see how they're doing. And I mean, obviously, since our little interview with Laura Freigang, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of her, and I think they're doing a great job. And I'm glad that. Uh, I'm, I'm glad about the development at Frankfurt, and I'm glad that Frankfurt Frauen that we got the FFC 
uh, integration that it worked well and uh, yeah and i'm excited to see what's what's coming from that especially like after you know whenever the men's are a little bit struggling it's always nice to just look over to the frown and uh, and get a little bit of excitement from that part exactly and another thing i'd like to point out is um you have other, you know, traditional Frauen kind of teams, Turbine Potsdam and Erste FFC Frankfurt were two of the traditional, uh, uh, female Bundesliga sides. Uh, SKS Essen sort of is a quasi one because they got a lot of relations with Rotwey Essen, but I'm not sure why there's like such a difference there. Turbine looked like at the same time that Eintracht was merging with uh, FFC Frankfurt. It looked like Potsdam was in the process of doing that with Hertha. That has since devolved, and now Potsdam is a good five points off uh, safety, uh, stuck at the bottom of the Frauenbundesliga, and it's kind of like, wow. The the When it comes to the female Bundesliga, the, the Frauen Bundesliga definitely seems, Roman, that the investment in women's football, if you're not attached to a club like Wolfsburg, Bremen, yeah. uh, Duisburg, Leverkusen, Köln, Eintracht, Bayern, uh, Hoffenheim, or Freiburg, I mean, I'm just dropping off all those names. That basically covers the entire Frauen Bundesliga, uh, all the teams. And you have to go into the second division to have an idea of what, you know, like of what kind of teams, you know, are completely female uh, focused clubs themselves. And yet, if you go, if you do poke your head down, like division, Leipzig is right there. And the likely team to get promoted after that is Nuremberg. And it just screams that. Uh, the, 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 when it comes to the female game, that unless you're attached to a big club, you're not really going to survive long term, which is sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. So that's actually when you, um, it's both, right? I think like, was it about a year ago or so we had a, we talked about it and I was like, okay, look at the Frauen Bundesliga. They're all like teams that are not, um, Bundesliga affiliates, um, and, 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 and this is something that needed to change because it needs to be more professional, right? And the problem, the problem is that uh, the, the modern soccer is um, it's just very tough to build a uh, an infrastructure, a modern soccer infrastructure, if you if you don't have the money power from the men trickling down, right? Like for to be mm-hmm. in a Potsdam. I mean, just getting about, like, if they wanted to buy, get new, uh, you know, just the basics, you know, like a new pitch or renovation on uh, on the locker room and maybe a sauna, whatever, right? So these little things, they're so tough to finance um, with the still low attendance in, in, in the Frown League and, and the, the amount that sponsors pay so far. Um, but of course, if you are Eintracht Frankfurt... Uh, or Bayern Munich, or uh, Wolfsburg, or whoever, you you already have a different negotiation with those sponsors. You have you can tap into different money, into different markets, um, and and it just makes it so much easier. Yeah, and I mean, I would say it was held more accountable to provide those facilities, those necessities yeah. to make a good team. Exactly, exactly, and I think that's why it was super smart for Frankfurt to do that move from the FFC. To the um, uh, to to Eintracht to do that merge, that was the life saving thing because otherwise I would bet a similar situation would have happened uh, here as well, right? And and also think about the attract the attraction that comes with the fan base, right? I mean mm-hmm. we are all Eintracht Frankfurt, and if if there is um, and if Frankfurt now I think they even now have a, a Gaelic football team, right? And of course they're like, but you know, in in theory they can have a bigger attendance by just or a bigger sales of jerseys just because it has the Frankfurt Eagle on there, right? So whatever, the Frankfurt rugby, uh, the Frankfurt uh, tennis, even like the triathlon, you know, like when you watch triathlon in Germany and you see the Eintracht jerseys, you automatically cheer to them. You know, the Ironman 
Um, there are lots of uh, uh, jerseys, Frankfurt jerseys, and whenever they go by, you, you, you cheer them on, right? Even though um, they have nothing to do with your soccer team. Mm. Um, but they suddenly, just because they, they wear the, the crest uh, on the shirt, the eagle, they, uh, they are part of our, our large family of, you know, of, a, of a club that has over 100,000 members. And, and even that just makes the big difference. Because like, let's say you're an Eintracht fanatic men's fan and your daughter wants to see uh, a Frauen uh, Fußball. And of course, it's super, easier to, uh, super easy to say, oh yeah, let's, let's watch a Frankfurt match. Now we've seen the men, so now let's watch the women. You know, that, that's like the, the transition is super easy and super smooth. Whereas like, okay, we've, we're big Eintracht fans But now let's watch, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Frauenbergen or, you know, or, or let's say you're Union supporter, right? You're a big fan of Union or, or Hertha. And now you're supposed to watch Turbine Potsdam. You know, like there's no, there's no, there's no real connection to it. But if, if they, sorry, if they would, if they would do this, you know, if let's say Turbine Potsdam would merge with Union Berlin, for example, they would suddenly just by the image Uh, be uh, go five steps ahead. I totally agree. You know? And then, that. of course, it's new sponsors, new attraction, and even for young players, it's like you know you have access to the managers, to to the facilities, to you know the, the sauna, to the uh, all these kind of shenanigans that the clubs now are built and Uh, and new pitches, like the pitches are in better shape because obviously Frankfurt wants a new pitch and they go to the city of, of Frankfurt and say like, hey, we need an area. Uh, can we get it? It's easier than if Turbine Potsdam goes there or, you know, or a smaller club. And for Frankfurt, these things are just easier. And that's the same for Turbine Potsdam. You know, and uh, it's a shame that the brands, these old, very women-based brands are, uh, are dying out. But um, I think it's only happening because Frankfurt uh, Frauen football is growing so quick, right? And they're always, when something grows fast, they're always losers and always winners. I can totally agree on that. So it is time for me to have my little wine moment. And this is about the team that we face this weekend. Borussia Dortmund. Look. Bayern, okay, so in case anyone did not know, uh, only two teams left in the Bundesliga participating in Europe. At the time that you listen to this podcast, <laughs> it could be down to one because someone has exited the Champions League. It could be down to zero because a team has exited from the Europa League quarterfinals and the Champions League quarterfinals, both. Bayern did not cover themselves in glory. They got humiliated 3-0. In, in uh, excuse me, not Munich, uh, second legs of Munich, in Manchester against Manchester City, against their old coach in Pep Guardiola. So that look, all the beds, all the jokes were going, you know, the way of the Bundesliga clubs, and they're making it. That was ugly to watch. Then yeah. they crapped themselves against Hoffenheim. That was ugly. Bayer Leverkusen, I would have thought that they would have beaten Sanjuaz at home. So at least at 1-1, things are still left to play for. Borussia Dortmund had a unique opportunity. They're out of the Pokal. Uh, they're out of the Champions League. They've only got the Bundesliga left to play for. Just the Bundesliga left to play for. And against a relegation-threatened Stuttgart, who's been down there in the relegation positions pretty – like, I think that they've been in the bottom six every week this season. Like, I may be off slightly, but not that slightly. And I look at them and I think to myself, what in God's green earth are you fools doing? Because – Not only do they have a 2-0 lead at halftime, they give up two goals to draw, and then they lose to – then they freaking pull one back. You know, they're going crazy because the Americans scored the goal. Yeah, 3-2. And they're like 30 uh, – third minute – in the third minute of extra time, and then 
they crap their pants, they let Stuttgart have just, like, they can't clear the ball. We're talking basic clearing of the ball defense. That, at least when we have been complaining about Eintracht's defense, mm. it has not yeah. been that bad. But, oh, my yeah. God, Bruce Dortmund, that, excuse me, it was the 91st minute, my bad. And uh, Silas, who, the player who had false name, false papers, you know, had to stay out for like nearly a full season at Stuttgart because of the falsifying of his records and everything. I'm playing it on the agent, really. The guy yeah. has a goal gifted to him on a silver flipping platter so Stuttgart can get a valuable point. They currently sit in 16th place in the Bundesliga. But Borussia Dortmund, who Eintracht faces next, you guys suck balls. You're supposed to be the team that it this year you actually are going to give us a chance of having a Bundesliga team that is not called Bayern Munich lifting the Meisterschale because Eintracht is obviously not doing it. Shame, but that's yeah. an argument for another time. <laughs> but yeah. Borussia Dortmund, you don't have anything left to play for. You have There's nothing left for you in this world that is of any importance whatsoever except for basically taking on that last at that point, seven matches of the season and winning out. Uh, yeah, I know. One of those matches is against us. But winning out because you know that Bayern, after losing the way that they did in the Champions League, that they are weak. They are wounded. They are not going to be up for basically winning the remaining matches of the Bundesliga. You know they're going to drop points. You've got to keep on playing all the way through. They're so strong, yeah. and yet they craft themselves. You suck balls, and I can't wait to play you this weekend. Yes, sounds very good. So that's the optimistic part. Um, and uh, yeah, let's hope they, they, don't, they don't come back with a reaction to it because that's what everyone is saying. Like everyone is saying uh, Dortmund's been so stupid. How could they, you know, uh, screw this one up? And, and absolutely, uh, everyone is right in saying that. But uh, let's just hope they, uh, they the stuff, they, yeah. they still... They're still sad and mad about it, you know. So uh, and and hope they do not. They are not able to to show res a proper response to us, uh, because that's the other danger of it, you know. If you play mm -hmm. against uh, an, an, a wounded animal, so to say, a, a wounded predator. Uh, so let's hope the wound was strong enough to weaken him even more. Uh, but I agree, it, uh, it's way better to play Dortmund now than it would have been, you know, if they would have been. Uh, first champion even though that's the thing with Dortmund is it's always the same and that's why Dortmund will never be a, a champion of, of the Bundesliga um, because they just because of that you know they, they are not capable of winning the easy matches I agree you know they're just and, and that has been always you know like even my friends from the from the Dortmund fan club here in San Francisco and they're like yeah this year we're gonna like you know, the problem is you guys are going to lose against Augsburg and you're going to lose against Stuttgart and you're going to do, do these things. And, and that's just the problem. You know, the, you need the consistency and you got to you got to you got to be ready when when you're needed. And, and they're not, you know, and that's just an old uh, and the, people usually oh, it's a mentality issue. But it's not. The problem is actually the only problem is that Bayern is just too good. Yeah. Bayern, they, they're just too good. And usually it's. Usually it's okay if you lose against Stuttgart and Augsburg once in a while. The only problem is Bayern, they, they just don't allow it. And even now with the problems they're having that did the, the, the tie against Hoffenheim. But I'm, I'm, I'm more convinced that Bayern will get the turnaround done than Dortmund. Right? Because like it's in their DNA, this hungry for, for winning. This, uh, they're really pissed if they, after the 1-1 draw. And, and they are capable in, in turning this... Uh, this this emotion into a more successful style of of playing, and uh, and I doubt Dortmund will um, will. But I mean, it's going to be a tough game. So if if you're in San Francisco, we're going to be watching it, Danny Coyle. Happy to see you there. But uh, um, yeah, with the, with the guys from from Dortmund, and uh, yeah, let's hope let's hope we win because yeah, if if we get you know you know if we. If we get, I mean, with Götze back, I think that's going to be super important. I think we would have won against Gladbach with Götze. Mm -hmm. If we got Götze back, if Paxton and Ibimba 
uh, get a good, maybe a start or a longer period of time, or maybe even if, if Kamada plays again, but he kind of like, now he's got pressure, you know, seriously, for Kamada, it's like, it's like, uh, and for Boré, it's like, okay, so what's up with you? You know, like there, we have options now and that's uh, the good thing. And uh, yeah, and I hope we can, we can turn this around and, and uh, yeah, and seven, I think seven games lost in a row, right? I think that's, or, or we haven't won in seven games. We need to win, and, and Dortmund is a good start, and then we'll finish up the season, and we'll be fifth. My, my prognosis. Uh, February let's, let's is fifth. a very, very long time. That was the last time the Eintracht had a league win, and we're overdue. Roman, yeah. what is your prediction? Oh, it's going to be a dirty two to one for Frankfurt. See, and it's going to be like the last minute, last minute thing again. So I think Dortmund is going to score the first score, first goal, and uh, and and then we're gonna we're gonna have our Stuttgart moment. Uh, but like in the in the 89th minute, we are going to score, and we are going to be a little bit smarter than Dortmund because we're going to keep uh, we're going to keep it uh, until the end. Right, and uh, yeah, I have got. I just got a bad feeling. Whenever we play Dortmund, it seems like these days that almost regards to whatever we do, it ain't enough. Like when we play good, we can we look good against them, but we can't beat them. It's been a minute since we've defeated these guys and going to the Westfalen Stadion, Signal, Duna Park, whatever they want to call. At this point, I'm like, you know what? God, I I hate Dortmund, but. Uh, I don't see us winning. I see us losing 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. Okay. Yep, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. I'd like to thank Roman for joining me back on the pod. It's been way too long, bud. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I like the long ones, you know. As you know, I'm a big talker, and you like to talk. I like to talk, so obviously we, we get it going on. But, you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool to be back, so thank you very much. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I hope next time we can talk a little bit more about also about, you know, the rest of the Bundesliga, like the whole Abstieg, you know, with Hertha and Schalke. And, I mean, the Bundesliga right now is, is real fun to watch again. Uh, it's tight. And, uh, yeah, let's win against Dortmund. And then next time chat about uh, some other parts of the league as well. Exactly. That's going to wrap us up. And, uh, yeah, ways you can get in contact with the podcast at Pod on Twitter. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt on Instagram. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com. Hey, at uh, facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. So, yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Rowan for being on here and Nathan for being our editor-in-chief. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. In the desert with a cool beer. OMG, that is just the best. Hey, I'm